0: When you're a pro, your reputation is built and proven over time. That's why the Home Depot carries Loctite PL Premium Max Construction Adhesive, the strongest on the market. It stays 100% solid after curing. It won't develop air pockets. And like your reputation, it holds up over time. Right now, get 12 or more for the bulk price of only $8.53 each. Loctite PL Premium Max at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Minimum purchase required. U.S. only. The N-O-L-E-D oled display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve, too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.
1: I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. And you know what makes me mad? When insurance companies deny your claim for no good reason. That's why people call me. I'm the lawyer insurance companies don't want to deal with. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Loom, speaking to you after Toronto Raptors took down the Miami Heat for uh, a very, very satisfying and very impressive victory, winning on Sunday afternoon by a score of 125-104. to 104. Um, Coming into the game, this had all the markings of a trap game. I mean, um, so much so that the Heat, who are four games under 500, were favored uh, by Vegas against the Raptors, who are 48-19. and 19. Um, And the reason for that is, you know, look, the Raptors had uh, an easy feel good win uh, on Friday against the Pelicans. They spent Saturday night in Miami, uh, you know, and all the trappings that go with uh, South beach. Um, The Raptors are losing an hour to daylight savings. um, And also it was an afternoon game. I mean, we've seen it uh, afternoon games, you know, in Toronto, the Raptors would feast uh, even when they were a shitty team, they would feast on opponents just because, you know, they had that home uh, court advantage. And, um, you throw on the fact that Kawhi Leonard was, uh, you know, load managing again, which is fine. As the Raptors, you know, playing a back-to-back tomorrow. Apparently, he's going to play against the Cavs. We'll see. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, the end result was that, yeah, it looked like the Raptors are going to get, um, you know, not picked off. But it just seemed like a situation where, you know, the Heat would capitalize. And the Heat have been playing good basketball of late. You know, they haven't really beaten too many impressive opponents. Although I guess they did beat the Hawks and the... The uh, the Nets were also playing okay at the moment, but um, the Heat were on a four game win streak, and so it seemed like the Heat would come in and uh, you know give the Raptors a hard time. I mean, the Raptors have generally had some struggles against the Heat over the years, but man, the Raptors this is this was such an impressive performance. First off, they had twenty one threes, um, which tied a franchise record. Um, dating back, I think, like, 15-something years. Maybe it was the Daniel Marshall game. Who knows? But, um, yeah, 21 threes by the Raptors as a team, 32 assists. Uh, the Raptors moved the ball beautifully. They shot the ball really beautifully. Um, and, you know, that basically set the tone. But it really was just really efficient offense by the Raptors against the Heat team that are pretty good defensively. Like, they don't really have minus defenders on the team. They have a couple guys who might get out of position a little bit. But for the most part, like, Outside of Waiters and Olenek, those are all pretty good defenders that they have in the rotation. And the Raptors, um, they handled them. They shot 57% from the field. Again, they shot the, they 43s, hit 21 of them. That's 52%. Uh, and got to the free throw line for 26 attempts. So, like, just really efficient offense by the Raptors as a whole. The Heat did force a couple of turnovers out of the Raptors. Um, but the Raptors overall played at an incredible pace, you know, led by Kyle Lowry, who... It was just masterful. I mean, this is, I, I mean, back to back Sundays where Kyle Lowry has um, dominated. I mean, last Sunday that was Kyle getting 35 uh, against the Pistons, and so they lost that game in overtime, whatever. But this game, Kyle was a plus 31 in 35 minutes. Now, plus minus doesn't always, uh, you know, give you an accurate picture of how a player played, but I mean, the reason why Kyle's plus 31 was because he was great with the starting unit. Um, and then great with the second unit as well. And, th- and this is one of the, you know, even more than the three-point shooting, which whatever, we know the Raptors can get hot sometimes and hit some threes, although this is very nice to see. Um, you know, outside of the three-point shooting, it was just it, it, the big takeaway from this game was that the Raptors bench actually played well and extended a lead They actually, the Raptors went to um, their bench unit to close out the game for most of the fourth quarter, it was about a 10-point game for, um, you know, most of the third quarter. and It was, you know, not tense, but it felt like the Heat could, you know, hit one or two threes and get back get themselves back into the game. And they're starting to play this physical brand of defense that, you know, the Heat are really good at. They're swarming the ball. And um, the Raptors' second unit, um, they handled that pressure beautifully. And you, you got to take your hats off to them. Now, part of that was because Kyle was playing with them. And, you know, obviously, you, you know, it's just Kyle brings a level of structure that, quite honestly, nobody else in the Raptors has been able to do and replicate for the entire season, regardless of who's been in and out of the lineup. But um it was mostly that Kyle and Marcus were able to just st- stabilize the Raptors' offense, handle the Heat's pressure. I mean, the Heat, uh, against the Raptors' second like, you know, unit, they they played a couple of different schemes. And in the first half, they tried zone. It didn't really work because the Raptors, you know, hit all these threes. and zone, you know, it's not ideal. But, um Raptors would beat that because Gasol was, uh, you know, they stationed Gasol in the middle of the floor. Um, They got the ball into the post. Gasol would draw a defender to him, and then he would either um, find the open shooter or he would kick it out and, um, you know, lead to swing sequences where eventually they got open corner threes for the most part. So Gasol was able to bust the zone, and, and his playmaking and passing as a center is just such an asset. And then it became an asset again in the fourth quarter, where the Heat were um, trapping really hard, forcing Kyle, forcing you know even Jeremy to give up the ball. And um, you know what the Raptors did was they made good passes to Gasol, who's you know stationed himself higher up the floor, you know above the three point arc, would catch the pass. And then, again, you know, swing the ball accordingly so that, uh, you know, they can find the open man because the Heat were trapping a lot. And that's just something the Raptors have never had out of their centers over this run. It's just a a nice passer who, you know, uh, when the other team dials up the pressure, um, you have a guy who can sort of relieve that. And so, um, you know, Gasol was great at that. Now, don't even look at the fact that he only had three assists. He moved the ball really well tonight. It was really important. Um him and Kyle worked together beautifully and um and yeah, it, it also helped that the rest of the guys, you know, were able to actually um play around them and actually finish, you know, the opportunities that they were given. Right. Like you got OG Ananobi who played he played amazing today. Defensively, he was all over the place. Uh, he, I, I swear he defended every single player on the heat uh, one through five. He was he was that effective. Um, but, you know, he was also going to the rim, you know, and being decisive about it, making good cuts, um, you know, challenging Hassan Whiteside at the basket. Uh, you know, he hit his free throws, which is nice. You know, he's been off with the free throw shooting early. I mean, he's just been off with his overall game for like half the year. But like of late, he's really come on strong. Uh, and and I thought he was great tonight. He had a pair of really nice dunks in the fourth quarter as well. Although the best dunk of the night was definitely Derek Jones Jr. Oh, my God, <laughs> that guy. I don't think he could do too much else besides dunk. Um, he does have good length or whatever. We'll we'll see if that actually translates to production. But man, that guy, that he had a nice dunk. Go look that up. That was that was really nice. But um, OG had a pair of really nice finishes as well in the paint in the fourth quarter. He was able to you know you know play that three and D role. Jeremy Lin, uh, he missed a couple of open shots, but for the most part was able to capitalize off opportunities from Gasol and Lowry and finish. Uh, there's one sequence that really stood out to me in the fourth quarter where Larry was red hot, and the ball was swung right to him off an offensive rebound, and I think Larry could have just shot the ball, but then instead he swung it into the corner for Jeremy, and Jeremy hit the shot, and Jeremy had been struggling up to that point, so it was nice to see Kyle, I mean, maybe, who knows, maybe Kyle was just trying to make the right basketball play, maybe it's not that deep, but it was nice, you know, as a leader of the team for Kyle to encourage Jeremy in that situation, because Jeremy has been struggling, but today, Jeremy was really solid 11 points. Three of seven shooting, you know, got to the free throw line four times, you know. Defensively, he's actually really active. Two steals, two blocks, including a block on Hassan Whiteside. That was rare, but Jeremy makes good rotations defensively, and he he was in a lot of the right places. Um, And also Norm. Norm, you know, 15 points off the bench, four of seven shooting, three of five from deep, four of four from the free throw line, had four assists. Most of those were in the first half. Um, You know, basically... Gasol and Larry able to provide a structure for the rest of the bench to basically, you have OG, you have Norm, you have Lynn, and those three are, their role is to finish possessions, and, um, you know, it, it, I think the Raptors have largely struggled when it's been Jeremy dribbling the ball and trying to work, pick, and roll, or when Norm's trying to dribble and attack, like, those guys, it just, I don't know, like, as creators, they haven't really thrived, but today, as finishers, Playing off of Lowry and uh, Gasol, they they looked really good, and and I'm hoping that you know when Fred VanVleet comes back, he can be that table setter. It's kind of the role he played last year, where with the bench, I mean, he set the pace for that bench mob. But for the most part, he wasn't as aggressive for his offense, his own individual offense, as he was this year. Right, we've seen um, VanVleet sort of extend his game, and it sort of hasn't looked great. He's sort of really forced the shot sometimes this season, but. You know, there is that steady element to the game where Fred is a pretty good table setter. And I think that's probably what the bench needs more than anything else. Just a guy who can set the table, um, you know, and and play a two-man game with Gasol. Because Gasol is going to create open opportunities for everybody. And, um, you know, there was a clip that uh, the Raptors broadcast showed where Van Vliet was, uh, he's working his way back from injury. But he's already trying to get reps in, working with Gasol before the game, just running him through drills and practice and warm-ups and stuff like that. And, you know, the two of them, you know, uh, mimicking pick and roll sequences and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's great to see in him. Hopefully, you know, if uh, if family can hit the ground running, there's obviously not too much time left. But if he can hit the ground running and establish some chemistry with Gasol and also just, you know, reestablish some familiarity and structure to the second unit, I think that would help the Raptors a lot. Because the starting unit definitely works. I mean, today, though, even the even without Kawhi, you know, you got Pat McCaw, McCaw coming in playing incredible defense. Um, just such a pest, um, and also hitting some threes. It, you know, splashed a pair of corner threes in the at the end of the second quarter to give the Raptors a nice cushion leading into halftime. Um, you got him playing well. Danny Green turns into Ray Allen every time he plays in the Heat. It's great. <laughs> Watching the Heat broadcast, they're just like they're it's, they're just so miserable every time they see Danny Green. Um, of course, Danny Green also uh, you know in addition to you know winning a championship with the Spurs against the Heat. Um, and nearly winning Finals MVP, that's the part that people sleep on. I mean, the year uh, Kawhi won it, I mean, Danny Green was literally the f- the favorite, um, you know, heading into the last game where I think Kawhi, you know, you know, had a nice performance and also shut down LeBron and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, Danny Green, you know, he's also ha- – he already had that game winner um, earlier this season in South Beach. So, um, today, he's 5 of 8 from deep, you know, 15 points, really solid in the first half, wasn't really needed too much in the second half. So, that's cool. Serge Ibaka, um, really nice block um, on um, what's his name, Kelly Olenek. Olenek, he had a bad game. <laughs> he was terrible today, man. He was awful. And then Pascal did what Pascal does, you know, twenty five and five. You know, uh, a steal, block. You know, uh, future Sean Marion in making. Maybe he's already there. Who knows? He he looked really good today. So um, Sean Mary, former Raptor and Heat legend. But um, yeah, and in terms of your three stars. Kyle, obviously, number one star, 24 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists, 8 of 14 shooting, 6 of 11 from deep, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, had six turnovers, was, you know, a little bit too aggressive sometimes, you know, and got attack as well, but man, I mean, plus 31, 35 minutes, um, you know, great with the first unit, great with the second unit, um, he was just great overall. Second star goes to um, Pascal, 20 points, 8 of 12 shooting, you know, 5 rebounds, 5 assists of steal, a block, just... Does a little bit of everything. I, one thing I like about Pascal is how much confidence he has, especially when he goes up against the other teams' like best player. I, I wouldn't actually necessarily characterize Dwayne Wade as the Heat's best player. I think you know on a night-to-night basis, there are other players that are going to be better on average. But you know, Dwayne was honestly the Heat's best player tonight. I think you know him coming off the bench was uh, he was very effective. And um, there there's one sequence where Pascal just like he got a he got down the floor early in transition was able to force a switch onto uh, Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne's a pretty good defender, even at his age. Um, but uh, Pascal made sure to take Dwayne one-on-one, go to the basket, you know, score the layup, you hit the and one. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just nice to see Pascal have that moxie, that swag, because he always does this, you know, like, you know, whether it's against Giannis or against LeBron or against Kyrie, like, Pascal, just make sure to take your best player and make a statement against them, you um, and yeah he's he's developing really nicely and then your third star i mean there's a lot of ways you can go about this OG i thought was really good um so i'm going to give it to him but honestly you can give it to Powell. you can give it to you can give it to Gasol as well you can give it to Danny Green you can give it to Pat McCaw. There's a lot of good performances tonight, you know. So uh i'm just going to give it to OG though because he, he yeah i'm rooting for OG man. I think we should all be rooting for OG. He played like he played crazy today. So that was a uh, It's nice to see. And then in terms of the Gerald Henderson Award, I mean, I don't know. It didn't really feel like anyone on the Heat played that well. I guess I'll give it to Rodney Magruder because at points I was like, holy shit, he is the second coming of Wayne Ellington. And I was so annoyed. But uh, I don't know. He only hit two threes. I I don't know. He had 13 points off the bench with two steals. That's not bad. So I'll give it to Magruder. But uh, overall, great game for the Raptors. Great results, you know. Um, not an easy game by any means. The circumstances really dictated that this was supposed to be, a, you know, a lot of advantages the Heat have um, on Sundays. But um, the Raptors came through with a very professional effort, uh, a team effort. You know, hit a bunch of threes, got some assists. You know, you know let Kawhi rest that load, and um, yeah, the Raptors should, uh, you know, should honestly extend this win streak uh, tomorrow when they play the Cavaliers. I'll be back to recap that one, and hopefully Kawhi plays. Peace.